Now we start where Michaela, the question that Michaela asked earlier. This is the next one. If you don't have the confidence of the style of liberation, which is abiding in the natural state, then although you may proudly believe in your highest view and profoundest meditation, it will not benefit your mind. It will not antidote the afflictions, and so is not the pure path. What he means there is, as I said this morning, if it doesn't liberate, it's not pure. If it liberates, it's pure. If you want to meditate all your life, just have meditation experiences. That's okay. But it's not a say liberation. Hmm? This is a teaching of liberation. That's okay. You can go somewhere else. But the entire path of Buddha Dharma means liberation. That's, what's, that's the purpose. If you have this essential point of self-arising, self... Excuse me. If you have this essential point of self-arising, self-liberating, that is the moment that something arises, it gets liberated. You can't draw on water. You can only draw on water for maybe a millisecond, and it's gone. Then, even if you have not an atom's worth of ability to grasp the highest view or to stabilize the profoundest meditation, even if you're not so swift. It is impossible for you not to free your mind from the bonds of duality. He's just saying this is the key. In other words, it doesn't matter how great your meditation is. It doesn't matter how long you can sit in meditation. It doesn't matter how intellectually well-trained you are. If you can't get this one point, is that thoughts, emotions, everything else are like drawing on water. They just vanish. They just change the moment they appear. Let them. Like a mouse, don't try to keep the mouse in the room. Let the mouse, like uh, Ludgar's cat, eh? let, the mouse, let, the, let the cat do what it wants to do. And then it does. You know, if you try to, you know, when a, a cat wants to come up, but it doesn't want to come up. Ever had that? It wants to come up, but it doesn't want to come up. It's kind of like human beings. It wants to be in the lap, but it doesn't want to be in the lap. So you, it comes up, and you hold on to it. And it's struggling. And it goes down. But it wants to come up. Just let it be. Let it be. Let it be. Actually, it wants your seat. Let it be. It wants you to leave so you can sit. But this is what we do. We keep holding and twisting things hmm? and not let them unfurl. I like this word. You know, like a sail? Mm-hmm. Unfurl as they naturally will. Only then, then you interfere. Once you know how to do that, then you can interfere and you can interfere well. Why? Because then you have a feeling of where it might go. If you go to a land of gold, then even if you search, you will not find, even if you search, you will find no ordinary earth or stone. 
And similarly, when stillness and movement and all thoughts arise as meditation, everything arises as meditation. Everything is the meditation. Thoughts, stillness, activity, emotions, sensations, all is meditation. Even if you search for bewilderment and error, you will not find them. If you have the view of meditation, then when you're confused or you're tired or you're some kind of meditation error, it's no longer an error, it's mind. You see it, mind, and it changes. No longer are you hunting, no longer are you clinging to having to have the perfect meditation of stillness. What are you hunting for? Pristine cognition. Pristine cognition is there if it's still or active. If the mind has emotions, it is still there. It never goes. It never comes. Pardon? The eye of the hurricane. And the edge of the hurricane. The eye of the hurricane, the edge of the hurricane are all hurricanes. We only label them as such. Where's your brain? Point to your brain. Where, now you won't now. Where's your brain? Here. It's not your brain. Your brain is through your whole body. What is hurricane? Did you say hurricane? Hurricane. 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 Therefore, this is like a standard test, standard test, by which you can see whether or not you have reached the essential point of true practice. If you keep clinging to stillness, every time you sit and meditate, you go, oh, I love that real nice bliss. Or, I'm going to see what is, I'm going to investigate, I'm going to unfold the essential point, no matter what happens. That's the difference. Some people say, my meditation cushion, it's too hard. I can't meditate. You know that? Or the food isn't quite right. Or the room, the people, the group, there's always some reason why they're not meditating because I'm not still. I'm not. This is major error. It doesn't matter. You still have a mind. And the mind is the essential point. Remember Longchenpa? I told you about Longchenpa, the first of the great lineage people that was mentioned here. Longchenpa came to his teacher to have teaching of Zogchen, liberation. And he said, okay, you, all you people, you support him. Find him a place, you support him, give him some food. He had no money. He was a poor monk. So they put him in the worst cave Bend down like this. Bend down and meditate like this. And the rain would come in and the snow would come in. They gave him the worst one, eh? And they just gave him a bit of food. Why was he there? He was there to liberate, not to. So maybe that was the best thing that happened to him. He was uncomfortable. Maybe the very best thing. Mm -hmm. 
You know where we used to do our retreats? A lot of our retreats, meditation retreats and study? Polish ocean lines, freighter. freighter. Polish ocean lines, freighter. Freighter. Noisy, busy, on the water, beautiful, in a port, noisy. Sometimes the engine, you know, your back would be against the wall. 24-hour sound. Sometimes really hot. Cockroaches sometimes. Sometimes beautiful, fresh ocean breeze. Sometimes you're meditating and the smell of the exhaust, the stack, comes in your room. Then sometimes the meal is good. Sometimes you eat, you know, Polish pierogi? Pierogi? Deadly diamonds. Deadly diamonds. Nothing, nothing inside. Nothing inside. Just a bit of bacon. Uh, pig fat. You know bacon fat? And then you go meditate. So maybe, this is very nice, eh? Very nice. But maybe you go faster sometimes when there's a challenge, when you have to. You have to get it together. You have to go, what is my mind doing? Not just going for stillness. Therefore, the text says, to abide in the confidence of liberation is the third essential point. These three essential points are the unerring, vital, sufficient practice which maintains the view, the meditation, the conduct, and result of the natural great perfection in a state of direct awareness. Direct awareness. And so it, also, it, so it is also an instruction on meditation and conduct. So we go back to the text. Let's refresh our memory, okay? Number one. There must be an introduction to the essential point, which is the vast view. Mind is incomprehensibly vast. Mind is freedom. The direct introduction, the hearing it from the Lama, is the first essential point. The second essential point is you must decide clearly that vastness is the meditation. Vastness is the point. Not a technique. Simple, isn't it? For some, that's not so simple. It is none other than what you have, which is your awareness. Number three, to abide in the confidence of liberation. To abide in the confidence of the discovery that the mind is free, that that pristine awareness is actually liberation. That confidence is the third one, developing confidence. So first of all, you glimpse. You have an idea. You have a glimpse. Ah, this makes sense. I, I get it. Makes sense. Number two, you need to decide this is worthy of study. You need to decide this is worthy of a study and a practice. See? That, the vast view, not something else, the vast view. Buddha nature. 
Then number three, you develop confidence. How do you develop confidence? Practice, practice everything. Practice, practice, practice. Those three, the three essential points. And so it is also an instruction on meditation and conduct. According to the general technical language of the scriptures, intellectual knowledge must be tested against the commentaries and traditional proofs so that clear understanding can be achieved. Traditionally, the way it's taught is your intellectual understanding must be tested against the scriptures, against the texts. Must be tested, tested, tested. But this is not necessary for us since one manifest, since, since once manifest, since the naked state once manifest, naked pristine cognition is realized. You have the view of the pristine cognition awareness. All the texts in the world trying to get it right is not equal to discovering pristine awareness. You can study for the rest of your life. I've met people who've done 12 years of study. All the texts are memorized. They've never done a meditation retreat. I hope they do someday. In other words, their idea, their intellectual comprehension, they have it all right. They can tell you what liberation is. They will tell you what liberation is. You ask them, they'll say, you say, what is liberation? Tell me. Ah, liberation, the Buddha said. Or so-and-so said. Namjo Rinpoche said, liberation, da-da-da-da-da. And page 25. Exactly. It is accordance with my intellectual understanding and I can tell you how it works. That is nothing compared to one moment direct experience of pristine cognition. It clears away lifetimes. Like that. The many views and meditations have just one taste, like chocolate. It's all chocolate. Chocolate. All chocolate. And so the explanation of the practice of the view in terms of the three essential points cannot be contradicted. This is called the view having the three essential points. This means that the taste of every experience is the same. You're going to go, ugh. So like, then cheese all tastes the same? And people are all the same? No. Everything, every being, everything is stamped. You know stamp? Boom. The seal of emptiness. And what is the experience of emptiness? When you have the experience of emptiness, bliss, freedom. Hmm? But if you don't know that, then you're always searching for the next cheese, like I am. You know, I'm terrible. I'm always searching. The next cheese, you know, the next place. Always looking for the next object. Hmm? to give you a new taste, but it's right there. Dharmakaya. Freshness, the fresh moment of awareness. That is, that's why, eventually, the test, when I, when I know a student, no longer a student, when a student can be sitting or standing for 
maybe a whole day, like this, looking at mind, totally interested in the taste of mind, then we're talking freedom. Basically done. Why? Because everything, everything, golf, truffles, people, ponds, sunlight, cold, is what? Great bliss. It's the same taste, the taste of freedom. But you know the meditator normally? Give me an experience. Give me an experience. Give me something. Something real. Some real meditative experience that I know I'm meditating. You're already meditating. You're not, but your organism is already meditating. It was from the very beginning. That's what you discover. Eventually you discover your organism is completely open. It's there. Like right now. It's completely open. This practice is the unerring essential point of the path of the primordially pure, great, natural great perfection, and is the very pinnacle of the nine vehicles. And so, these are the tantric stages, and so, just as it is impossible for a king to go forth without his retinue and army, so the essential points of the paths of all vehicles go alongside his aides and helpers. Basically saying, get to know where the king is, or the queen. You know, instead of like working with all the little people, you know, the little aides, you know, the aides, the person that helps you get in the carriage, the person, the, the horse keeper, the person that shovels out the poo in the stable, the gardener, you may as well go find out who's in charge. Who's in charge? The king and queen are in charge, yeah? Either the king or the queen. Someone's in charge. Go find out who's in charge. You follow? Or are you too, um, what's the word? Too worthless, you know, worthless, too lowly to go ask the king or the queen. If you want the goods, you know, you go ask the goods. Go ask the king or the queen. All the other people are there to help, but don't think that they are the essence. This is a metaphor. Not only that, but when you meet your own true nature of the self-existing lamp of wisdom, a primordial awareness, the energy of that will cause the wisdom arising from the practice to shine forth and the vastness of understanding will fall everywhere like a summer rain. I just described that. Everything is when, when the every aspect of experience is experienced as self-liberating, pristine cognition then the sun shines everywhere. It doesn't mean it's always nice. But the sun shines everywhere even when it's not nice. There's always the Dharmakaya. The self-liberated, pristine conscious does not disappear because there's a war. It doesn't disappear because there's a financial crisis. Hmm? It can't. Mind doesn't disappear. Compassion doesn't disappear. Only temporarily mud. You know when you... Give me an example. I like these. I'll give you an example. You're, you're standing... You know, you're just stand, you don't have so much this in Rupertal. In Canada more often. Maybe in Vancouver or Toronto. 
you need to go to Toronto or Vancouver a few times a year to have this experience. You know? But you know you're standing by the, the side of a, of a road, a busy street, and, it's, and the, the snow is melting. The snow has been this high, and it's melting. And the car comes along. Have you ever had that happen? The car comes along, and you are covered. I remember sometimes as a child, you're standing looking, and the car comes, and you are covered in mud, in cold mud. Right like this. You come home, and your mother goes, what did you do? You are completely covered in mud. But it's, it's frozen mud, you know, just frozen mud. Are you still the same person? Does your mother go, who are you? Uh, get out of here, I don't recognize you. Do you see? They don't, mothers don't do that, do they? Fathers don't do that either. They don't do that, do they? No. <laughs> they love you, right? They love you. Come in, come in. Oh, what did you do? Look at you. you. Take your clothes off. Come on, take a bath. Let's clean you up. But they're the same you, yes? Am I right? Then why the confusion? All day for people, it's confused. They still think the mud is interesting. They get coated in mud, and they're interested in the mud. Oh, look at your emotions. Yes, we need to, we need to really get involved in your emotions or your thoughts. You can spend the rest of your life getting involved in the mud. Hmm? How long are you going to spend in the mud? Rolling around in the mud and changing your clothes all the time when it's right there. It's right there. Your mother's going to greet you. The mother, the sunlight. My mother, when I used to get like that, she used to greet me. She was still happy to see me. Underneath, you know? <laughs> Underneath. That is the meeting of the mother and the son, or the daughter and the mother, right? Why? Because you're still that same person. Hey, if this wasn't the case, all of us would have been thrown out by our parents long ago. You know, we do stupid things. How many, how many in the room did stupid things? Really dumb things that your parents really should have thrown you out for. They didn't, did they? Maybe sometimes. Hmm? I did some really dumb things. But you know what? Come back. It's okay. You see? This is the great tragedy. Is the mother, the queen, the king is right there. And yet you keep playing. People keep playing around with the mud. And saying, oh, that must be the king. That must be the queen. Forget the mud. Eventually you can play with the mud because you know the essence. Go for pristine cognition. What is the only thing that you have? Right now, what's the only thing that you have right now? The only thing that's happening right now. That's all. Awareness. Experience. You've got nothing else but experience happening all day long. All the rest is just sprays of mud. Mark talking to you, Lama Mark talking to you, sprays of mud. You eat cake and you go, sprays of mud. You drink coffee, oh, oh, sprays of mud. 
You don't have it. When you're drinking coffee, all you have is experience. When you're listening, all that's happening is a continuum of experience. That's what you have to find. Otherwise, you waste your life. No liberation happens unless you find out what experience is. And that experience is liberation. It's right there. The experience that you have right now is liberated. It's totally free. It's too familiar. It's so familiar you don't believe me. It's fantastic. (laughs) Right, Ingrid? It's right there. It's so clear. Look at your experience. It's so clear. And yet, I don't believe it. I need something else. Something else. Need another sun. We need more than one sun. One sun is not enough. Need two suns or three suns, another planet with many suns. I love this story about the, the gold found in the garbage. I love it. Right there is more gold than a mine. Are you collecting the platinum off the streets yet? You could be so wealthy. You go along at night and you sweep the streets up and you put it in a container and you sell it to the refiner and you get gold and you get platinum. Right there. Right there. People are stepping on it. Amazing, isn't it? The bewilderment is amazing. It's amazing. And everything about society is telling you not to look at your experience. What is it telling you to do? Play. That's going to make you happy. Andreas, that's going to make you unhappy. No, no, no. no. That's going to make you unhappy. No, 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 no. Having one of these will make you happy. And you have to buy it too. This will make you happy. No, 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 no. You, don't you have one of these? All day long. All day long. So guess what? You're bewildered. You don't know what is going to make you happy. What else could make you happy but your own mind? In the end, nothing. You all know that. You're grown-ups, yes? You're all grown-ups. I'm not talking to teenagers. A grown-up eventually starts to know that a relationship, a perfect relationship is not possible. They know. After a while, you realize a perfect relationship is not possible. There's no such thing. Uh, Maybe you live with the person for the rest of your life and it's wonderful, but you still have to learn to grow, yes? You can't rely on the other person for your happiness. Am I right? Eventually, as a mature adult, you realize you have to be happy. Right? Even Raphael, he's 23, right? 23. Even he is beginning to learn this truth. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. (laughs) That you have to be happy, not have someone make you happy all the time. Do you see? And where is that happiness going to come from? Is it going to come from objects? Some adults believe this, right? They're convinced. It's going to come from an object. If I just have a new car, I'm happy. If I have a nice house, I'm happy. If I just get it right, I'm happy. You'll never get it right. You'll never get it right no matter what you do. And when you're really fed up, you know the word fed up? Mm -hmm. When you're really fed up, guess where you'll come? Here. Because you're really tired. Completely like that's the it. The evidence. You know when they sentence you to go to jail for life? The sentence has happened. You realize, 
I'm in jail and I need to get out. Because you're turning to objects all day long. Which one's going to do it to me? Or people. Please, please save me. No one's going to save you but what? Jesus Christ talked about this. Jesus Christ, the Buddha, Mohammed, they all talk about it. Who's going to liberate you? Hmm? And who is Jesus? If you read the original Gospels, who was Jesus? He was a leader. He showed you to love. He said, compassion and love is going to liberate you. This got twisted. He didn't say he was going to do it. The Son of God is going to do it. Who is the Son of God? It's in everybody. St. John of the Cross, that's exactly what he pointed to. You must do the work because God is within you. It's not outside in the priest. The rabbi is not going to save you. The priest is not going to save you. And the guru is not going to save you. Only the recognition of your own true nature, your self-awareness, is going to liberate. These people are only there to help you, to show you the view, to keep reminding you, remember the view. (laughs) You know, you go away for a year, and you come back and they say, remember the view. Oh, right. You know? Teacher goes away for six months, and they come back, and you go, remember the view. Right. And it gets faster and faster and faster and faster and faster. What was Jesus Christ talking about? Read. He was saying, be a compassionate, awake, loving human being, and you will find the kingdom of heaven. That's what he taught. Same thing. He was trying to remind everybody to have the view. Let go into love. You know what? I feel it's time for lunch. Let's have a break. Let's eat. Let's get refreshed. And let's enjoy. Okay? And then we'll come back together again. Yeah? Good. Lovely. Let's share the merits so that everybody gets to share what we have discovered. Idante punyakam mong asawaki wahang ho tu, idante punyakam mong asawaki wahang ho tu, idante punyakam mong asawaki wahang ho tu. Sabe sata sutahantu, may all beings be well and happy, and may all beings be established in a continuum of great perfection. Zogchen, without remainder. Hallelujah.